0: Blog Talk Radio. House radio frequency. Woo woo! <laughs> I'm so happy to be coming to you all tonight, broadcasting a special episode. Um, after last night's broadcast, uh, and, and the whole Kanye energy just kind of kept pervading through uh, throughout the show. It just kept coming up. I didn't do that intentionally, but none of that was anywhere in my notes, but. Because of that, I thought I would do a special broadcast tonight, since everybody seems to be so interested, but nobody seems to be interested in what is really going on. I haven't heard anybody yet um that doesn't mean much, but I haven't heard anybody yet go in about the astrological impact of what's going on with Kanye's chart, so we can get some more insight into. The way he's thinking, we can look at Mercury and look at how he's thinking. We can look at his, it, it a whole, yeah. I'm about to, I'm about to, since we're in Scorpio full moon season, get on with the exposing already. It's a time and season for everything, and Scorpio full moon season is the time to expose. And we're not exposing uh, over this way to be shady. We are exposing over this way to enlighten, and to awaken, and to um, uh, cause awareness, insight, and initiate awareness. We got that page of swords card for the Scorpio full moon. That was the overall card for our for all of our collective. <laughs> Uh, Scorpio full moon season here over the next couple of weeks, and that is the Gemini card. And so uh, I I saw a quote from Charlemagne, I guess one of his social media um, sites, and he even referenced uh, Kanye's Gemini, um, his Gemini identity um, as to you know, alluding to why certain things are taking place. And so it's deeper than him just being a Gemini. So trust me, we're not going to do an hour talking about the fact that he's a Gemini. It's a lot deeper than that. So by all means, in the in the name of all things Scorpio full moon season, let's go deep. <laughs> um, even on a special broadcast, I am not going to go a step further without honoring, revering, remembering our divine righteous ancestors, for without whom we would not be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As well as um, Brother Ampu. Woo, 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 woo. Shout out to Brother Ampu. Thank you, thank you, thank you for another opportunity to do special broadcasts like this. I think this is so this is such a beautiful platform and forum um, to share some the wisdom of the ancient and everybody ain't ready, you know, and um, uh, even Kanye <laughs> is is developing a keen awareness that sometimes with this whole Aquarius, Solar New mini this whole Uranus ingressing into the new, out um, of uh, 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 Aries into Doris, um, you know, sometimes you're just ahead of your time and you got to let other people catch up. So, uh, thank you, Brother Ampu. We appreciate you very, very much. So, let's jump in. Let's dig in. I'm going to be, I literally waited to pull pull cards until I got on the air. So, um, and I'm just pulling up one more thing. Oh, let me share this with y'all real quick since I have it pulled up. Um, I got this off one of the pillars. Uh, social media site, so I want to, and I'm sure he got it from somewhere else, but it's just some. Uh, f- uh, it's it's titled a full moon invocation, and I thought it would really bless you guys' heart and soul and spirits um, to share it with you, and you could you know recite it, repeat it, whatever you feel led to do. But I really liked it, so here we go. It's really quick, really short, but I just think it'll really bliss y'all. Full moon invocation. I release that which is not mine. Uh, as you're saying these or even listening to them, imagine and you yourself shedding, just like this full moon and Scorpio over the next couple of weeks is shedding. It's released. It is back to back. It's fading back to black, okay? And so as we see that, well, okay? Um, I release that which is not mine. I release all obstacles to my path. I release limiting beliefs. I release fears and doubts. I release those relationships that no longer serve my higher good I release attachment to outcome I release externalized desire I release pain and suffering as a means to growth I release all that which is no longer in alignment with my highest self For the greatest good Gotta love it, y'all That's what's up That's that full moon-ish Yes all right. I just wanted to make sure there's nothing else. Okay, yeah, let's let's dig in. Um, shout out. Uh, yesterday I had uh, Miss Pretty in the chat and I had AO in the chat, but I didn't see AO um, big up in me until I got off the air. So I just wanted to shout out. AO, thank you for chilling with us in the chat. Shout out to those who are listening online if you've called in. Um, yes. Yeah. Kanye West, wow, he got people in a tizzy, like yes, I'm um, I see this from so many angles, and um. I see the spirituality in it all. I'm always talking to you guys about symbols and and what the you know what things really mean, especially because astrology and the tarot is such a beautiful language that we've been given to kind of describe it all very succinctly, very you know, very um, logically. And 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 but there but everything but astrology is spiritual. Tarot is spiritual, and spiritual things can't be logically explained. the The, the nature of spirituality is it does it doesn't include words unless it's like a or you know a, a chorus, a harmony, a melody. That spirituality, okay? So I think that what's ca- ca- catching a lot of people up is just uh, very limited thinking and very limited sight, you know, ability to see. And I get it. Like, obviously, I get it. I get the uproar. I completely get how you can say, Something is a choice, and it 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 rubs a lot of people the wrong way when given a set of spiritual eyes to see what he was saying through, given a spiritual set of ears to hear what he was saying through, I can definitely see where he could have been coming from. Now, one thing, because I've been looking, checking out his chart, chart of transit, his natal chart and all that stuff, <laughs> I know too much now to, uh, I listened to, I didn't want to get on here and speak on anything that I had heard, so I, I definitely listened to some of what he had to say himself um, in a couple of different interviews. Um, but I but if I never heard nothing, he said I haven't seen that chart. And I know that especially his chart of transits that's currently going on and the and the, the Neptune energy, the the very uh, frequency of this spirituality that I was just describing purposefully. I wanted to give y'all a picture before I even started telling you what I'm describing because that's my entire point about this whole thing is I want you guys to challenge yourselves to look beyond what he is saying, hear beyond simply the words that are coming out of his mouth because he's got a Neptunian influence. He's got an influence of such strong spirituality and potentially confusion. I mean, hey, everybody ain't vibrating high on Neptune, so this same Neptune that's swearing the crap out of him is this major part of his chart. Right now, it could be causing confusion and delusion. He, I heard out of his own mouth on one of the interviews talking about these pills he's been on, and 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 even having the surgery. You know, it it, it we not gonna. Put, I'm not. You're not gonna hear your world healer put him up on a pedestal <laughs> and act like his stuff don't. Think, but uh, I I do see some things going on. Uh, that can be cause for concern. Now, uh, let's start. Let's start there since we're already there. But I do want to get into this uh, Titus aspect. One of the things that I do when I'm consulting with people, especially and primarily about their natal chart, one of the things that I point out, and even in the birth chart reports, the natal reports that I send out. Uh, on average they come out to about fifty, sixty pages. It ends up being a little book booklet just all about you and your astrological stuff in layman's terms. So check me out for that if you're interested. But one of the things that I do when I set up these uh, the, the natal chart reports is I put that natal aspects the aspects are just the relationship between any two planets or points in your chart, the relationship between the sun and the moon in your chart. Are they conjunct? Were you born at a new moon? Are they opposite? Were you born at a full moon? Um Uh, Are they square to each other? Were you born at one of the quarter moons? Uh, What is the relationship between the two mothers in your chart, Venus and Mars? Are they together in your chart? Are they opposite each other? Are they in opposition to each other? Are they squared off against each other in your chart? So... You know, even the points, not just planets, um, your your ascendant, the very point that sets off your entire chart based on the time you were born. That's why time of birth is so vital because we can get that ascendant. We can see what, what um, constellation was on the eastern horizon when you were born. That gives us an even clearer picture than just, oh, I'm um, sunshine, Gemini, like, um, Like Kanye, right? So when I look at Kanye's tightest aspect between, definitely between the seven ancient planets, and I see that the tightest aspect in this chart is Venus conjunct Mars. And immediately when I saw that, I thought of Amber Rose. I said, to be more careful, she got that in her chart. Venus right there, congenital congen- just means together, like married in the sky, like they running neck and neck. They're right on top of each other. They're sharing the same space, right? And I call them the star-crossed lovers. It's Venus, you know, beauty, women, feminine energy, and then we got Mars. You know women are from Venus and men are from Mars. And so in Kanye's chart. This is his Titus aspect of Venus married with Mars. The two star cross lovers, right there with each other, so passionate that, and that's a major interpretation of what this energy produces in the chart, in the life, in the expression of a person' passion. That's definitely one of the top keywords for this aspect and how you will see it manifest. And it, I mean, when we're talking about Venus conjunct Mars, we're talking about the ultimate combo, you know, of of energy in a chart. Everybody doesn't have Venus conjunct Mars in their chart. I don't. <laughs> I have other markers for passionate, you know, energy in my in my particular chart, but I don't have this. And so that really came out and, and came to the fore, uh, especially regarding not just here recently. Come on, y'all. This Kanye ain't This ain't his first rodeo either. <laughs> you know, and I'm just, I'm sure things are changing. I'm sh- certain he's evolving. I'm sure that, you know, he's a different Kanye from when he first came on the scene. but he still got this Venus conjunct Natal Mars in his chart, okay? So that has always kind of been – it when I say the tightest aspect in your chart, I look at that and I organize that particular section in your birth chart report from the tightest aspect to the loosest aspect within 10 degrees. Um, I do it that way so you can start with that that If I'd have done a report for Kanye – it, this aspect would be interpreted in detail first when I start listing his aspect So he can see from start to finish what's influencing and impacting his life and his personality and his chart the most, the tightest, the most intense to the least, um, up to 10 degrees. So, yeah, he, he is, and I'm bringing up this Venus Mars, because it's the tightest point in his chart, and as it turns out, this Scorpio full moon is impacting this portion of his chart directly. This full moon is in a harmonious aspect, the easy, effortless uh, aspect to, oh, no, it's not. It's opposition. It's opposition. He's got uh, the, moon, the full moon's in Scorpio, and he's got Venus and Mars conjunct in Taurus of all signs. We were talking about Taurus last night, y'all, all this energy. The sun's already there. We're about to have a new moon in Taurus. Uranus is about to be transiting through Taurus as of the same day of the Taurus new moon for the next seven years. Uranus is that genius frequency. It's that get out of your comfort zone, step outside of the box. What box, you know, what slavery, what, you know, it. It's not going on with our boy Kanye. So that's why I'm trying to break it down for y'all. And so the full moon opposing this passionate part of this chart could show up as conflict, could show up as a tug of war. Yay versus the people. Are you kidding me? What kind of oppositional lingo, verbiage, language is that? I don't know if Kanye is uh into astrology, has an astrologer on his team on deck. Uh I know I heard Charlemagne say something and it was somebody else that mentioned uh I think it was Hollywood Squares. They weren't talking um zodiac signs but they did mention the planets, so and how which is the uh, the planet that or uh, orbits closest to the earth so i mean we don't know who knows what but i know what i know i know what people who people i'm connected to know and i have been loving it for years now and it's my divine pleasure to get on here and kind of help show y'all i'm giving really what i'm doing here is giving y'all an, an example of of a reading You know of a natal chart Of a chart of transits, Of somebody's full moon um, season I know I get a lot of requests When we're doing the When it's eclipse season time And people want to request The eclipse season packages And and those reports and readings So that's all I'm doing tonight And I'm just kind of exposing you guys To that while at the same time Gemini (laughs) Um, Highlighting Some of the Psychology Since we were speaking on that last night, highlighting some of the the psychology uh, that astrology describes when we're looking at somebody's natal chart. So with that Venus-Mars he's got. And then, so Venus and Mars together in a chart is already passionate, right? Like ridiculous. Um, uh, uh, Amber Rose's is in Virgo. His is in Taurus. Both earth signs. So you can see the compatibility there. But Venus and Mars and Taurus and Taurus also kind of puts me on the mindset of him being passionate about making money, about attracting money, about earning money, about utilizing his skills, talents, and abilities to earn that cash ola. Taurus is the first Earth sign, so um in in that in that. Taurus energy that I was describing last night. I said on the low vibrate, I always say this, and now looking at his chart, his natal chart, it makes even more sense. So we have this passion with Venus and Mars, and then we got it in Taurus. And it's either going to manifest itself in one or two ways, high vibes and low vibes. High vibe, like I mentioned last night, it's going to be that determination. I'm bad and determined. Nothing's going to stop me. I'm I'm the raging bull, and I'm going to hit my target. I'm going to hit my mark. I'm going to, and, and boy, are they going to feel it, you know? And then you got the low vibrational Taurus, where Venus and Mars and its chart is playing out, where it could show up as, you know, stubbornness, bullheadedness. Can't tell him nothing. Can't nobody, uh, uh, Move him off his square because he is
1: squarely
0: set on, you know, pushing whatever. It it could be motivated by money. Venus Mars conjunct in Taurus. It could be. I'm giving y'all some potentialities here, just like I said on last night's show. Uh, broadcast it takes 25 hours for me to <laughs> to you know stay focused on me and make sure my mama's babies are good and my mama's baby's nation is continuing to grow but it's it's fun it's fun to get on here and kind of pontificate and break down these energies for you guys just uh to give an alternate perspective based on facts if the record is correct um, online, you know he was born June the eighth, nineteen seventy seven, in Atlanta, Georgia, at eight forty five a.m. So that's what I'm reading based off of, and I'm pulling cards as well. Um, <laughs> See, I already um, showed you guys how this full moon in Scorpio is impacting his. Venus Mars conjunction, which happens to be the tightest aspect in his chart. Venus Mars conjunct in Taurus, and while we're at it, I might as well tell you what house to thing. Yeah, it's in the it's in that tenth house, y'all. Oh, that's everything I noticed. He, okay, we're in the Aries New Moon season. Y'all know that from the past three broadcasts. <laughs> The last three broadcasts, not including this one, this will be the fourth one, but the previous three broadcasts definitely uh, is talking about uh, this Aries' moon season. And so guess where Aries is in his chart? Guess what house cusp is hitting on his Aries? Oh, yeah, baby, the, the midheaven. Now, we're talking about planets and points. I titled this show what I this broadcast what I did based on the fact that this baby right here <laughs> he has every major point in his chart ascendant I see Descendant. midheaven, mid heaven in a cardinal sign. That baby right there is—he—he he doing something, something, something is um, when you have that. These four major points. The, the when you look at a cross, a cross is just a vertical line and a horizontal line, and when you look at a circle wheel chart and you put that cross in the middle, those are those four major points I'm talking about. Ascendant on the left side, let's just say 9 o'clock on the wall clock, and then directly opposite that at 3 o'clock is the descendant. So on that same line, you got the ascendant on the left, descendant on the right. When you look at that vertical line, you have the midheaven at the top, and you have the IC at the bottom, okay? And so, these represents the first at 9 o'clock, at 6 o'clock at the bottom, you got the fourth. The first is ruled by Aries. The fourth is ruled by Cancer at the bottom. On the, at 3 o'clock, you have um, opposite Aries is Libra. Um, and then at the top of the chart, you have Cancer, um, the mid that rules the midheaven, Okay. And so in these critical, in anybody's chart, these are going to be critical points, the four four of the most critical points. And he's got them all in cardinal signs. So that's cardinal energy, own cardinal energy in his chart. And he's got Aries. Aries doesn't start off at his ascendant. He's actually a, can't. if the record is straight, he's a cancer ascendant. And he's got Aries on the midheaven. So this area of space where we're having a new moon season, everybody's having an Aries new moon season until May the 15th. And he's he's been having one since, uh, why do I want to say, no, the 15th of April. <laughs> for since the 15th of April, He's been having a new moon season right in the same area space as his midheaven. The most public part, I just got through telling y'all, that's at the top of the chart. That's, that represents the most public part of his chart. That represents his career. That represents his life path. That represents his parent or, or him as a parent. That's why I was saying on last night's show before I even looked at his chart. I said, we don't know what he's trying to leave a legacy of for his children. <laughs> they they are half of another background. We don't know. I have a family member that has a biracial, a blended family like that. I don't even know what you call it, where they married another somebody from another background, and the children are biracial. They're a multi races. So. All I do see and know is that oh, and he's got his part of fortune in in Aries too. Like I'm telling y'all, this is likely motivated by. It could easily <laughs> be motivated by money. Like his his Venus, and then we're not even in Taurus New Moon season yet. So that Venus Mars that I in, in Taurus that I just I started the show off talking about because the broadcast off talking about because it's his tightest. Uh, aspect in his natal chart Which would make it a very Significant point in his Chart That's about to get hit up and lit up It's already been the sun's already Been in there warming it up That's what the sun do The sun's been in Taurus since Uh uh, uh What's today yeah since like uh, Late April like around The 19th or 20th And um and so the sun's already been in Taurus, warming up his this most passionate one of the most passionate parts of his chart. He's all he's also got Mercury in Taurus in his natal chart. And so we got Mercury coming online here. Mercury's getting getting out of the retrograde and Aries zone tomorrow and so it's about to enter Taurus and he's about to have a he's ha, he's he's on the cusp of a mercury return and so at at the time where when we would have a mercury return which occurs about once a year um give or take especially depending on all these retrograde seasons that come up throughout the year about 3 or 4 times um when you have a Mercury return, that mental energy, the communication energy, the frequency of me, a message, a powerful, strong messages and insights and awareness, logic, reasoning, uh, thinking processes, rationalizing, all of that stuff is getting like a reboot, a react, an opportunity anyway for reactivation. So what he is thinking and speaking and and, and, and just like I said last night. A lot, especially with Gemini's, a lot of the time they they need that feedback. They need to, to bounce stuff off of people. They need to, to just say what, what's coming up for them and get that feedback. Did y'all see the clip of him talking to old boy at TMZ? Like he, it was so it was very interesting because. I've seen him in certain instances where he'll be going back and forth, and it's like, oh, you think you're going to out-talk Kanye? Yeah, yeah, right. He's like one of the best Geminis to ever do it. He's He literally, I'm about to break that part down next, but he actually has Jupiter on his side. mm mm uh-uh. <laughs> He's got Jupiter conjunct his son. That's It's another conjunction in his chart. It's not t- as tight as the Venus-Mars conjunction in Taurus, but there with his son in Gemini at 17 degrees, he's got Jupiter right there at 14. Oh, baby. And so his tendency to overdo a thing, it can be quite easy, especially in Gemini. So, you know, once again, um, I definitely did not come on here to take a side or to back him up or to, or to diss him either shade him either way. Like I came on here to give y'all facts and y'all y'all and the facts speak for themselves. You can interpret them however you choose. Uh, That, that's pretty much it. So, I'm pulling cards, too. And the first card that came up for him, I was just praying before I pulled the cards about what could be going on with him. Ooh, he got some deep down. Came up. Um, and the first one that does come up is this Eight of Wands. So he is, it's, his life is taking off. Um, he's about to enter into a trouble-free time. Um, and money could have... A significance to do with that is that this Eight of Wands uh, that talks about his life taking off um, and he, or him being swept up off his feet. You know, I heard it was oh, that was the song. I just want I pulled up, uh, I hadn't had it already, but I created a Kanye Station on my Pandora today, and this song came up the one I referenced earlier, uh, Yay versus the People. And so I was hoping, you know, I'm always hoping to catch an old, a oldie but goodie like, you know, when I first got introduced to Kanye, which along with everybody else, probably college dropout and all that. And so I was hoping one of those would come on. But the first song that came on was this Yay Versus the People song. And uh, that was one thing T.I. said in the song. He was like, you know, dang, you, you out here acting like he done cut you a check. Like, what's really going on? So, when I see this Eight of Wands, especially on top of this Two of Pentacles, it's like, it could be. Like, Two of Pentacles is paperwork and it's money doubling. And it's you having fun with your pentacles. It's you enjoying your pentacles. It's you um, not taking life so seriously. Like, that was, you You really got to look. When he was talking to that dude from TMZ, he was really, he was listening. When Van started talking, I was so surprised. Kanye just shut up and he listened. He let him talk. He let him get his thought out. I'm not used to seeing him like that. I'm used to him cutting people off, taking people's mics, and telling them they gonna, he going to let them finish. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, I have a very vivid imagination, and it's really active right now. So I'm seeing all this that I'm saying in my head, so excuse me. And I think the moon is still in Sagittarius, so my little Saggy self is highly activated. Y'all just let me make it, okay? We are having fun on the special broadcast talking about Kanye. Um, so this Trouble-Free Time... Like I said, uh with the sun Jupiter conjunction in his natal chart, especially in Gemini, okay, Gemini is already a sign of like it's like fun, you know it's it's school age children that that's governed by Gemini, and it's this lighter energy of- comedy and and wit and um uh in being the very page of swords card that we all got governing our scorpio full moon season that's why I, that's why I knew I had to come back on tonight because I said wait a minute <laughs> I just pulled the Gemini card, and I it didn't it didn't really dawn on me last night. I was thinking of it just more in the context of us and what we're going through in our everyday lives and things like that. But why do you think Spirit would allow him to be pushed to the forefront of our so so many of our collective conscious conscious this <laughs> is right now y'all I got one more day before Mercury is out of the retrograde zone, so I know y'all gonna let me make it. I know what I'm saying, y'all know what I'm saying, but uh, this page of Swords the Gemini card it really is uh, describing this Gemini energy quite well. So this is twofold because I'm also reminding you of the energy of the card that's governing us through May 15th and what we're being called to do, okay? And like I said, we also had the Seven of Pentacles as a collective um, on the flip side of that page of swords, this page of swords, that uh, describes Gemini uh, energy so well. It is the Gemini card, and so that with that Seven of Pentacles for us, it's it's the reassessing energy. It it could it could be a couple of things. Watch this. We're we're, we're reassessing Gemini energy, the Gemini energy of Kanye right now tonight. You you translating that into your own life on a personal level is reassessing, taking another look at. You see the man on the seven of pentacles card. He then took a rest from his toilet. He he already got seven pentacles. He cooled. He's he he's sitting back in the cut now, reassessing to see hmm. You know, do I want to tweak it? Do I want to do something else? Am I satisfied with the seven? Do I want to go harder, go for more? Do I want to cash out? So that is uh, definitely being encouraged right now. Like, let your mind, a lot of what he's saying right now is so super-duper on point, and I'm going to tell you all why here in just a second. I'm easing into this thing because when I busted open his natal chart, that unlocked a lot of keys and then looking at his chart of transits which is what I'm going to hit on next that you know filled in a lot more of the picture the fact that this dude right now the w- one of the tightest a- aspects not in his natal chart but in his chart of transits right now is freaking neptune on his sun that that could explain a lot that could explain a lot so uh... This Gemini card is absolutely engaging. Uh, it's absolutely got people talking. This is a card of of just talkative energy. Um, definitely a courageous a courageous and brave energy with this card because this page of swords, the Gemini card is the card of the initiator. Initiating, utilizing what? These swords, the mind and the mouth. He's starting something with his mouth. He done started something by opening his mouth. He done started something by you know the lyrics of these songs. He started something by thoughts and ideas. That's that's his thing. That's a Gemini thing. All these ideas coming to the fore. Using the, the the page of swords card is a card of using your mind and having fortitude. Like I was saying last night, do, do you not think it took courage, strength? He what he oh even in the song he was saying he had been sitting. <laughs> He crazy He said he he had the MAGA hat In his closet For the past two years I'm sorry Y'all gotta excuse me That tickled me He done held on to the hat for two years He said he can't take it no more He said forget it I (laughs) I don't care what people say So I mean He is in his Gemini element He He (sighs) He's preparing for something. He he's definitely been, likely been preparing for something, and that's why the eight of wands came out on him. That now things are taking off. Things are taking flight. Like how how what large percentage of the world probably has heard something about what's been ruminating over the past maybe like week or so? Because it's like I said on last night's show this this thing has been escalating like as that moon was waxing towards scorpio fullness on sunday this baby had a plan he was using his mind to do something i'm from what i'm seeing it likely had something to do with money um how would he be different from anybody else out here Chasing a bag How would he be different from anybody else out here Endeavoring to secure the bag How would he be different from anybody else out here You know He he already told y'all he sold his soul And it got him a dang happy meal It was a crappy deal So he's likely Mercury retrograde in Aries Was literally on his midheaven his career his life path his his public responsibility and so when i was been uh, reminding y'all of the the whole point of this mercury retrograde in aries he really is embodying that Stuff. he is embodying what it looks like to i don't know how high or low vibrational he's embodying yet i don't judge that i look at symbols i look at at these entities and images of people as symbols and cuz they're representing something that he's he right now is representing this very page of swords card we got in our scorpio full moon pool With a Seven of Pentacles card on it, this near describing Mercury retrograde energy, Seven of Pentacles is the card of reassessing. Ain't that what Mercury retrograde does? Is where you think twice, where you go back over something again, where you get a second chance at something, where you get to look at something again for like the third time just to make certain. He said he'd been thinking about this. And you know he done thought about it over this Mercury retrograde in Aries and that Aries energy gave him that impetus. I've been telling y'all, Aries new moon season, ruled by Mars. Scorpio full moon season that we're in. We're in both of them right now concurrently, and they're both ruled by Mars. And that Mars stay ready to go, he couldn't take it. He couldn't hold it back. That Martian energy needed an outlet. He couldn't take it no more. Sitting up in that house, gaining weight. He talking about he didn't have lipo. He didn't want people to make fun of him. So his life is taking off in some direction. We That remains to be seen, but this is also the card of him being in the lead. I mean, it takes sometimes, The I heard somebody say it here recently, and, and it's so true in this situation. There's a thin line between crazy and eccentric. There's a thin line between crazy and genius. And this particular person was saying, was saying that that line is money. Like, if, if, if they get, if if he, and he, he is, that eight of, this eight of wands is sitting on top of these two pinnacles. And at the bottom of the deck, this baby did get the eight of pinnacles. So when I'm saying on last night's show, before I even pulled this, or looked at his chart of transits or his natal chart, and I'm saying that you can't. When people have, I, I, you know, I got my mama's babies. I got my 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 uh, my siblings' children. You know, uh, I got. I, I've, I've had. I've got plenty of babies in my life, and I kind of get it. You know. Even though none of them are mine biologically yet, I kind of get it where when the children come, it is like, it's that reality check. I told y'all last night that this Scorpio full moon has as its most major aspect for all of us, a harmonious contact with Saturn, the very planetary energy that governs parent just like this Aries midheaven in Kanye's chart midheaven has a capricorn saturnian uh, uh uh influence on it naturally the parent and so when i'm telling y'all last night that we don't know what is driving him we are in scorpio full moon season and it's all about your motivations. It's all about your intentions. It's all about uh, whether you're on this manipulative, controlling, like subversive, covert tip, or whether you're on some I'm transforming, I'm rising from the ashes like a phoenix, I'm stepping out of, uh, uh, of caterpillar mode, going into my cocoon season so I can come out a butterfly-like I am healing, you know, deep emotional, psychological wounding like we don't know what his motivation is and if it's some and, and it would be a shame on us if he's sitting here. I mean, come on, who's to say what you wouldn't do for your eight of pentacles at the bottom of his of his spread here. This is a card of leaving a legacy. This is a card of raising the bar. This is a card of being in a strong position. The Eight of Wands already told y'all he in the lead. He take he he's charged up. His life is taken off. He getting swept up off his feet. He's entering into a trouble free time. It this it's also the card of, of that can be a conclusion. Um, so, and I've been telling y'all about these cycles we're wrapping up and embarking upon. You don't think when Uranus goes into Taurus on May the fifteenth for the next seven years and won't be in Taurus again for eighty four more after that, that we're we're embarking upon some, we're breaking through into some new territory? In our Aries new moon spread, we got the two of wands in the future position saying that we are closing out one door and entering through another. So I'm just here offering another perspective through the eyes of spirit. I'm super Sagittarius for a reason because I can see and I can prophesy and I can foretell and I can see the big picture. I may not have all the details that's Virgo but I can see this big picture and I'm just painting it for you that's all. So when I'm seeing that the, he's got two out of 5 pinnacles cards and 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 uh, it, it shows him it shows him paying attention to details that's for sure. The Eight of Pentacles is the card of the skilled master. It's a yes card, okay? It talks about a new job or a change in his situa- his financial situation. That's why I'm saying he got this Eight of Wands where life is taking off. He got this Eight of Pentacles where he got a change in his pentacles, in his coin, in his situation, where he's uh, with this energy, like I said, him paying attention to detail shows him uh, improving, Improving himself improving his lifestyle improving his his musical catalog improving his influence We don't know what he's working on improving But this shows him putting the finishing touches on something and working for himself that could be something he's working on He said he's slated to be a billionaire by the end of the year or something like that So this really does corroborate that uh, let me switch. I got two more cards in the spread I haven't spoke on just yet, but let me flip back over to the astrology real quick because um that sun conjunct Jupiter y'all that's gonna help y'all understand a lot about Kanye it's he's got sun conjunct Jupiter in Gemini. I don't care what sign it would have been in. Sun conjunct Jupiter is already, okay, the sun is like the central part of our chart, one of the most central part of our chart, because everything revolves around the sun, right? And so it, it has such prominence and significance that when people ask what your sign is, You you don't know this is, you you may not realize this is what you're doing, but you're actually telling them your sun sign. You are more than just your sun sign. So what you're describing to them is that. That's how prominent it is. I'm just showing you the significance of it in anybody's chart. Okay, now slap Jupiter right beside it. The great benefic, the great expander, the great... Oh um uh, uh um grower you know G- Jupiter grows you and it advances you and it it takes you higher and it you know it doesn't know when <laughs> it does not know when to say when because it has it's, it's the very energy of uh expansion so where does expansion stop um Jupiter is this energy where okay we got uh, we we got a hankering for some ice cream, so let, I always use this example. It's so crazy. I used to be hooked on ice cream, y'all. Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, but instead of a bowl of ice cream, Jupiter's like, ugh. Let's get ten. Why not twenty? You know. So imagine this influence and energy on his son. That's in Gemini. Oh my God. So. Where if he did not have Jupiter on his sun And was just sun and Gemini He would probably already act a lot like he does But when you throw Jupiter on it Especially when we don't know how he's vibrating on the What frequency he's vibrating on Well, some people may say that he knows But I'm not going to try to pig him like that I ain't had no conversation with Kanye And he ain't my man So I'm not going to play that game Like I know him like that but we can uh, we can clearly see in the facts, in the chart, in the astrology that that Jupiter is going to take that already playfulness of a Gemini and uh, wit of a Gemini and talkativeness of a Gemini and flirtiness of a Gemini and all this stuff. And Jupiter is going to be like, okay, I want 20 of them. No, let's make it 50, you know. On a low vibration, this person is not really going to know when to say when. So when I hear it was either Charlemagne or it was Van. But what I think it was Van. But one of them said, "Brother, you just took it too far. Like we we hear you, we see you, we feel you, but you 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 took it a step over the line. Like God damn, you ain't got no boundaries." So, that's even more speaking to like I was saying last night. I wish Kanye could hear me., um, I hope he's listening because, just like I mentioned for all of us during this time, between now and May the fifteenth, where this harmonious aspect of Saturn is really allowing all of us to tap in, just like I was mentioning to a mama's baby today it allowed this this energy is allowing us to embrace. And benefit from the moon, the full moon in Scorpio formed a sextile to Saturn. The full, the sun in the full moon um, aspect to Scor in Scor. Uh, it would be in Taurus since it's full moon. Uh, moon in Taurus, sun in Scorpio, uh, <laughs> Moon in Scorpio, sun in Taurus. Um, the sun was trining Saturn, so both harmonious. Sun trining Saturn, moon sextile Saturn. We are being position to receive benefits through May the fifteenth for sure to the degree that we embrace Saturnian energy, this very energy that is Kanye's Aries mid heaven. Okay? We don't know what lessons he's Saturn is the lessons we need to learn, okay? And he may he may he may be learning lessons from mistakes. So how can we jump on him if this is his destiny path? Midheaven is the path you headed on. It's the your your progress, uh, uh, the direction in life. Your out your external public responsibility. Your where you're kind of headed towards. You know, uh, tenth house rule. I just took, mentioned to y'all the rule by Saturn and Capricorn. Saturn rules time. It's Earth energy there. Things slow down, but then he's got, in this Saturn rule area of space, he's got Aries. And he's got a Sun-Jupiter conjunction in Gemini. And so uh, this is the 10th house is a very critical part of the chart. That's why I made emphasis on that before I even got into it too well, and I put the, even put it in the title, this cardinal cross, because he's got these significant energies, Aries. Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, right on these significant points in his chart, Aries, Midheaven, Cancer, Ascendant, um, Libra, I see, and a Capricorn descendant, so he's he's got a lot going on. So I wouldn't be, you know, and 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 just like I'm about to jump into this uh, Neptune influence, because it's not just Neptune square in his sun. Obviously, he's got sun conjunct Jupiter, so Neptune square his Jupiter too. But he's got he's got heavy Neptunian influence right now on his chart. So yeah, he could he, he could very well be confused and delusional. That's what a Neptune, especially a Neptune square. Take it from me. I had something similar. He's got. Sun in Gemini. I've got Sun directly opposite that in Sagittarius, and so I've already been going through my Neptune square Sun. I get it. If you're not vibrating on the frequency of Neptune, that is spirituality. That's a high vibrational manifestation. Um, imagination, uh, visualization, sleep, dreams. Um, uh, 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 oh, com- he, now he he. This we'll see see y'all got to peep it one of the, the messages that is threading through the little comments and snippets and excerpts of interviews and social media stuff that he's been saying here lately Keep that, y'all. He's been talking about love and compassion and understanding. That is Neptune all day, all up on his son, all up on his self-expression, all up on what he will and won't do, all up on his ego, all up on his what he wants and desires. I just want this, and I just want this, and I want y'all to do this, and I want the people to see and understand this. It's playing out, but it's a square. So... <laughs> Good thing Uranus is going into Taurus and we're all being really just like I mentioned on last night's broadcast, we're all being called to really get ahead of this energy of change. That maybe what he's doing, he may be a little confused in his doing. He may be right on point and just be on some spiritual stuff that we don't we can't perceive on a mundane, logical, uh uh, not thinking Far beyond what we see online and in social media, and that's part of what he's saying too. Don't do, don't crap on his entire message because you disagree with something or some things that he say. Almost like he's saying that he's doing to old boy, like just because. I, I like aspects of what he represents as a businessman, as, you know, the unlikely suspect to become, you know, in this prominent position in the country and all this stuff. Do do him that same favor because it, there's something to that. There's something to not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You might miss a, I've said this on, on a few broadcasts, that God chose the foolish things. To confound the wise Everybody thinking they know so much Because they got a computer and a social media Account oh if I didn't See it on the social media thread uh, It didn't happen (laughs) It's not Real if Instagram Didn't say so So uh, I I can definitely Appreciate that Um, He's got The ten of swords in his past Position y'all so I think I. I think he did already hit rock bottom. That's what the ten of swords is. Ten of swords is bottoming out, and it's in his past. Like this is the card of worry, you know, and and um, uh, it being darkest before the dawn, and and even being victim, he could have been. He could have been, this is a card of being of at least of a victim mentality, even if he actually wasn't a victim. Uh, it also can talk about being backstabbed or bullied or breaking down. He could, he, because, you know, people have been saying that, you know, he's he's having a breakdown again and they're going to put him back in the institution and all this stuff. From what I see, that's not this. He already had that. And, um, and he's accepted. Well, from what I see, you know, if it was some old jacked up stuff or something against his will, because it, people were saying they 5150 them and made him go and all this stuff. He's and you see what he said when he came out. Now, now I did. I'm gonna. You I, when I say you see what he said when he came out, he was on this. I want to forgive. I want to move on. Talking about the doctor that is associated. With his uh, mother's final surgery That led to her passing Now since then I have seen uh, messages From this particular doctor's family And things like that That obviously there's one side of the story The other side of the story And the truth somewhere in between So once again who knows I'm not here to (laughs) <laughs> be all up in their business like that but i but i do see these cards and i my cards don't lie and they and and to me it's these are stating stating facts that he has accepted it the ten of swords and his past swords is that mental that's his gemini that's his the the uh gemini card is the page of swords and this is the ten of swords that come right before that page of swords and I, I believe he uh, he's accepted it. And, and the Ten of Swords is the card of goodbye. It's, it's actually the sun in Gemini card, not the sign of Gemini like the Page of Swords, but the Ten of Swords is the sun in Gemini card. So I think he may have, a, especially because it's a ten, that shows me the ending and the beginning all in one. And so that being in the past, I see that as he's already hit his rock bottom. He's already come to the end of his himself. And with that two of pentacles right next to it, when you get into his present position, he's chilling. <laughs> this is the card of sailing and floating and writing. He's probably getting a lot of material. You see how quick that song came out, Yay Versus the People, and the, the lyrics were so uh inter uh intricately linked with everything that had been going on in the media. So I mean he y'all, he ain't no fool he ain't nobody's fool. And he got some good ass cards and the crappy card he has is in the past. <laughs> the only no no, this other card is a no card, the last card in his spread. Uh is the future card that is Mars and Scorpio, the five of cups and <laughs> See what I mean, baby? This is a card that says all is not lost. Y'all don't sleep on Kanye. Don't do y'all stuff like that just because he said one or two things y'all don't agree with. Like he said, y'all ain't got to agree with everything he say to to look beyond the veil and see what could be going on once again. Let me help y'all understand what a Neptune square do. I know by it experience <laughs> what a neptune square do but let me hip y'all to this where did i oh yeah okay ooh and neptune even tighter than neptune squaring his jupiter and the sun that's why i say it neptune he's getting neptunified <laughs> right now uh neptune is the in the tightest aspect con- on top of his moon his home his family that's why I say. That's why I'm saying. We don't know what his motivation is. I see a lot of that. And that's why that uh, Eight of Pentacles Legacy card came up. He thinking bigger than just us being mad at him. Real quick. He ain't. He probably ain't studying that. Uh, I'm pulling out this book. Shout out to Sagittarian Mind on Twitter. He inspires me so much. Uh, we both have. We're we're both Sagittarius, so that's an automatic connection. But he uh, tweets a lot about um, different astrology books and different uh, book recommendations that he has. So I just thought to shout him out. He he retweet. You'll see on his timeline he retweeted uh, my announcement for the show here just last week. So he's a very special brother, very supportive of the show. Um, and just of 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 me and my energy, so gotta reciprocate that. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> this is a book I have called Skymates: The Astrology of Love, Sex, and Intimacy by Stephen Forrest and Jody Forrest. I got it at an astrology conference that I went to, and I reference it a lot. But one of the sections in this book. It's going to help you very succinctly get a glimpse into what happens when Neptune is hitting you up like it's hitting up Kanye right now, all on his moon, all squaring his Jupiter, all squaring his sun, all squaring his Neptune, Neptune square, Neptune, what? So here we go. Neptunification is the title of this section. Neptunification. Uh, as a gift, Neptune inspires, Neptune uplifts, Neptune sensitizes, got people all up in their feelings, Neptune enchants. He may be doing a sleight of hand on y'all. Neptune rules magic. So he could be distracting y'all with the dumbness just to for whatever purpose, reason, motivation, he could be doing some low vibrational Scorpio full moon ish on some manipulation covert. We don't, I don't know. I don't, he ain't popping nothing over here, so I ain't worried about it. But that's one manifestation of Neptune as a gift giver, as a thief, a.k.a. low vibration. Neptune confuses. That's what I was mentioning earlier. Neptune dissipates, okay? Maybe <laughs> what if old boy did cut him a check and he's getting paid to dissipate, distract y'all from something else that's going on behind the scenes? Once again, this sleight of hand, this thief. Uh, as a thief, Neptune can confuse, low vibrationally dissipate, weaken, glamorize, or straight up, baby, deceive. Hmm. I'm not going to, oh, this is funny. His son's name came up. Neptune figures prominently in the charts of saints and drunks, visionaries. Come on, we may not catch his vision right now, y'all, and he on something, and dreamers, mystics, and people who stare into the television set for six hours every night of their lives. Self transcendence is the common denominator. Usually, that's taken to be a positive attribute. That's half the truth. The other half lies in recognizing the hallucinatory, fog bound pit that lies directly beneath the fragile human ego. God damn, I love astrology. So, anyway. That's just a little snippet. I shouted out the book so y'all can check that out if you're interested. But Neptune is it, it governs Pisces, a water sign. He got this Mars and Scorpio card in his future position, and it's and, and it's talking about all not being lost. But having strong emotions, okay. I've mentioned to y'all already about this these margin ruled areas of space where we're having collectively this Aries New Moon season in that end wraps up May fifteenth, as well as this full moon in Scorpio. Um, Scorpio, it's my Mar- it's ancient ruler being Mars, and and this se- that se- this season is also concurrently wrapping up on May the fifteenth as well. So. This is his future card. It could be throughout this, the rest of this Scorpio full moon season. It is a Scorpio card. It could be well beyond that this this point. But he, this is a card of something valuable being left. You see on the card, you've you got five cups, three of them spilled over. Can't pick the liquid up and put them back in the cup. It's gone. That's why at the, on the lowest vibration, this is a card of loss and regret and grieving he could in the future this is his future car in the future he could regret what he said he could regret how he went about things we don't know his interaction with this Saturnian and energy that we're all having that is life lessons that is growing up that is maturing that is parenting yourself that is becoming the authority on a matter that is dealing with other authority figures once again we don't know what Relationships are playing out. Him as a parent, him uh, having a boss, uh, wanting to be one. We already seen in this Eight of Pentacles at the bottom of his spread. The uh, the card of somebody working for themselves And maybe that's what's starting to take off for him Him being a boss We look at uh, 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 professional athletes We look at uh, uh, p- even people in the music industry And when you really look at the numbers and the facts, baby these, A lot of these are just I, I don't want to say this terminology to offend anyone But this is what's coming up High-paid slaves Yes, you're making twenty, thirty million, but you better not take that goddamn knee. I know that. <laughs> you better stand up if you want this check and you better put a smile on your face. Still got a boss with thirty million dollars. So that could this could this spread could be describing and showing and illustrating that that's something that he's take his the the direction his life is taken off into this Aries energy of this new moon season we are in is on his midheaven of the direction his life is headed in Aries. That, that 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 could explain this Eight of Wands in his overall position being this energy of being charged up. He's he's charging up this area of space. That's what Brother An be talking about all the time when we're having these particular transits. Take advantage of them. If you're Kanye and you're having an Aries new moon season in your tenth house, hmm, you're setting a tone for the next year until this until this Aries area of space is getting charged up and activated again. You're getting getting a he's getting a divine opportunity now to charge it up with what? Everything I've been talking about for the last three broadcasts that have to do with Aries energy, us, uh, just like this three of wands this in everybody's, uh, in the general spread for everybody for our, enti- our collective Aries New Moon season, this three of wands that we came into the season with, the very sun in Aries card, leadership, success, all these Aries attributes of, of taking taking self. Take self is the key word for Aries. Kanye ain't worried about none of us. He worried about self. He focused on self and his legacy and his life taking off and having fun and sailing and floating. That's that's that you know, He's not taking life so seriously, and he's learning it with the two pinnacles in his present position. You see him endeavoring to find that balance in real life, in his material, physical life, in his pinnacle life. Not so uh, we can be satisfied in 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 some form of a sword, an idea, or in some form of a wand, and just our energy. No, he's got this Two of Pentacles here, where he's endeavoring to find balance for real with this Saturn energy that we're all being blessed with the opportunity to truly embrace. So definitely. Um, For him, especially with all this Neptunian energy I just broke down for y'all, that's like assaulting his chart right now. I I don't think I've seen that many Neptune uh, transits on somebody's chart at one time in these very, very tight aspects. Neptune is on top of his moon at zero degree orb right now, exact. Okay, Neptune is square his Jupiter within a one-degree orb. That's damn near exact. Neptune is square his sun within a one-degree orb, and it's applying. It's getting closer to exact zero-degree exactness. And Neptune is square his Neptune within a one-degree orb. Uh, Just for an example, let me show y'all a quick interpretation of what this Neptune squared sun be talking about. Ooh, let me start with the negative potentials first so y'all can really feel me. Neptune square your sun, just like it is with Kanye right now. Negative potentials, uh, uh, not feeling like yourself or not feeling yourself. Um, at its worst, having adverse, toxic responses to ingesting something, perhaps like a pill. <laughs> Uh, disorientation, confusion over goals. Wow, while wow. this area regarding goals in his chart midheaven, with where his Aries is, is being activated. Um, confusion over goals, direction, life, direct life path, the direction his life is headed in midheaven, or purpose. Feelings of being weak and ineffectual, decreased sharpness or clarity, losing your edge, identity crisis, gullibility, over-idealism or fantasy, replacing common sense, expecting things to happen just because you wish it to be so, lowered vitality, stamina or resistance to stress, mysterious ailments with vague fluctuating symptoms. Now y'all seen him get... I don't know what lipo he had, and he he he's looking like he wearing a lot of layers right now. But he, I don't think that lipo took, and you know, so uh, he may not actually be. In the best of health, once again, what we can see from these cards and the Two of Pinnacles, that can show physicality, material, I've been saying material and physical, that that can show his body as well and him finding the balance there too. I know that some of these medications impact your, that could be the reason for his weight gain is because of the side effects of some of the pills and stuff like that. So, I'm I'm drawing back to this Five of Cups because this is so, it's so not clear to me right now, and I may just draw a supporting card because I'm a little nosy and I want to see what's going on. But this Five of Cups is, is, is like really one way or the other real strong. That's what, see, Scorpio is about, this Scorpio full moon season, it's about extremes, and it's about intensity, you know, when things get deep. <laughs> and extreme and intense. And so, um and this is the Mars and Scorpio card the very Mars that rules Scorpio and Scorpio. So how deep, extreme and intense do you think this five of cups is gonna be? He cannot uh, unspill the freaking milk. Two of cup the two cups that are behind him uh and a lot of it could do on the card you see the man's in a dark cloak you know uh that could that's why this card talks about loss and all that stuff and sadness and regret he could be i mean look who he wanted to put on the cover of the album he the the man gave him a cease and desist so i don't think that's gonna end up making the final cutting floor but you know uh that he may be dealing with loss and regret when it comes to that. He said that he's the one that paid for it, you know? Maybe when he got his own lipo, maybe he he was hoping that uh, he he may get out of here. Like, we don't know what's really going on in, in his mind, but this Five of Cups definitely could show him grieving, Um, and uh, really dealing, grappling with the fives and the tens. He got two of them in the spread. And like I said, he got that ten of swords in his past, so that's good for him. But this five is still a strong energy, and it's in his future position. And so it'll be, I'm going to pull a supporting card, but, you know, It'll be. It remains to be seen uh, what he takes these strong emotions and does with them. That's a very margin lesson that I'm always um, mentioning to you guys. Even within this, the context of this Aries New Moon season, I, I encourage you guys from broadcast back to utilize your margin energy, your sexual energy, your physical energy, your energy that wants to get up and go do something. Do you know it, Aries? <laughs> they stay ready to go. Let's go here. Let's go to this. Let's go to this. So that energy that stays ready to go do something, doing something, making sure certain that you're doing something productive and constructive, something, you have something to show for it at the end of the day. And nobody, especially under this Scorpio energy that in the modern times, is, in addition to being ruled by Mars, they say Pluto, where uh, uh not only do you have something to show for it at the end of the day, but nobody had to get hurt for you to get the stuff. Nobody had to lose in order for you to win. And you were able to do something positive, powerful, productive, constructive, reproductive, let's go, procreative with your sexual energy and put it to some good, high vibrational use. So, let's, let's, let's. let's um, oh, the positive, while I'm shuffling for this uh, supporting card to this future card of his. Uh, the Five of Cups. Um, let the positive potentials of this Neptune Square Sun that I got through telling y'all the negative potentials about. I'm just giving y'all a glimpse into what he. This baby right here, he he he, dealing with some energy. It's not. I'm having a Neptune ruled uh, season right now myself, and um, and I've got Neptune strong natally as well. It's not always easy, people think being spiritual you can't pin Neptune is an energy you can't pin down, you can't put it in a box, you can't slap a label on it you can't <laughs> you can't put your finger on it if you try, so that that's where this thank God he's got the Ten of swords in the past position because that acceptance energy is vital. That forgiveness energy is critical when you're dealing with Neptune. You can fight it all you want. You can try to pin down something all you want under a Neptune transit. Try it now. It, it's not happening. So you just, at a, at a certain point, you just have to accept, oh, the nine of swords popped out on him, but I'm going to keep shuffling. He he needs to, yes, that's, see, that's a message that I'm talking about right now. When you're having strong Neptune transits like he is, you have to tap into this Saturn energy that we're all get, get, getting harmonious access to um, benefits from right now. You got to tap into that Saturn even more, which is putting up those boundaries, healthy boundaries, like I was talking to you all about last night, and um, you know, discipline yourself, stay grounded. He needs to stay grounded. He needs he. Look, and and it can't be easy because he's an artist. So to tell an artist to stay grounded, it's like okay, maybe he would do well to go outside and walk barefooted once a day. You know, literally, like these are this is a very practical. It, Saturn is very practical. Saturn is very realistic. Saturn is very um, down to earth. So yeah, something real mundane, <laughs> down to earth. Uh, very practical. Take off your shoes and socks and go walk outside barefoot in the grass for about five, ten minutes every day while you're doing that. Sure, certainly you can incorporate some Neptune energy into that. You can uh, be, I don't know how what his creative process is like. He can be writing rhymes. He can be recording rhymes while he's doing that and and satisfying both of these energies at the same time. But some of the positive potentials, you know, any transiting aspect, any natal aspect, none of them are all bad. You can find in every single one something that, something about these energies that you can do something with, that you can be productive. Squares even squares, the fact that it's Neptune squaring his son right now. That's not all bad. You can build on a square. <laughs> a square can give you an opportunity to turn a corner. A square can give you an opportunity to make an adjustment and and, and really uh, build something substantial uh, uh, as a direct result of it. So don't look at a square or opposition in your chart or in the transit that's uh, impacting your chart and be like, oh, why I got to have a square? Why I got to be opposite me? What? <laughs> no. Um, So even with this one, on the positive end, uh, this talks about creative inspiration. That's why I'm saying Neptune's for his son. He might come out with some, we might get a glimpse into the old Kanye just yet. Uh, Creative inspiration or direct guidance from above or beyond or from within that can lead to a more fulfilling life. You know, we don't have to understand what he's doing. Long as we understand it, that's good for him. Uh, This can also talk about feeling the touch of angels' wings, more of this very spiritual energy, this dreamy uh, imagination, visually fueled, uh, spiritually fueled energy. Intuition increasing and psychic sense becoming more acute. He could be tapping into something, y'all. His sense of what is real and important, expanding to include the spiritual, the mysterious, the magical, and and the or the ineffable. So, uh, you know, when somebody's having a transit like this, uh, most people experience a combination of both the positive and the negative or the difficult manifestations, the, the negative potentials I mentioned first, of this increased sensitivity, once again, this Neptune on, all up on him, all up on him from four different angles very acutely uh, right now. Uh, this is increasing his sensitivity psychically and his psychic openness. That's why I'm saying, who is he ain't never set up healthy boundaries. Uh, I think they did say that. He, was it him that was firing people off his team and, uh yeah, he said he had to fire his man. He had to fire somebody that was doing his money or something. So we he once again, millionaires don't use astrology. Billionaires do. He said he's going to be a billionaire by the end of the year. <laughs> so he probably got somebody on the team that is tipping him to the game, and it sounds like he's been doing that once again. I'm pulling this this extra card. I'm seeing if it pops out. Uh, but this also mentions, as far as suggestions on how somebody like him would deal with this energy, is that uh, you know just the, the the juxtaposition of it all and the, the 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 potentiality. Like I said before, the thin line. There's such a thin line, and even thinner with all this Neptune energy. What did I read out of that book? Neptune dissipates, it dissolves as a thief, it dissolves. And so um, he can feel inspired and creative, you know, one day, and confused and sleepy and disoriented and aimless the next. So that's the nature of, of this, the challenging square of Neptune towards your natal sun. And some of the suggestions are to go easy and be gentle with yourself. Whenever I see Neptune, I always uh, suggest to my mama's babies, during this time, it's going to be rough. Just like I'm dealing, like I said, I'm having a Neptune season right now. And so uh, this is when it becomes very vital to practice that extreme self care. Whatever Kanye need to do for himself right now, that needs to be top priority on the menu. He don't need to be worried about nothing nobody else. He need to be able at any point in time to um to uh to 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 tend to himself. You know, having a wife, a, a spouse, a partner, a wife, I'm sure is beautiful and, and wonderful. But uh there's parts of him on the inside that even Kim can't touch, that even she can't heal. It would be, he would have to do that for himself. It's that extreme self-care that I talk to people about when they're having challenging Neptune transit. Um, this some uh, some additional suggestions for somebody like him and me that's been having this um, transiting influence is to strive, once again, embrace. Striving for balance. He got that two of pentacles, the very studies, investigation of psychic phenomena, or speculative financial ventures. Um, simple, practical ways to implement his ideas and ideals. That's what I'm saying. Even if he does have, like, far-out creative, inspirational ideas, you know, uh, dreams, imagination, visualization, fantasy, whatever he sees for us as a people, whatever he sees maybe just for himself and his family, I don't know. But he needs to ground it out. And mundane exercises like I was talking about with taking your shoes off and all that, that's just that's just to get the – I mean, they've done scientific studies on it. That actually does affect changing your psychology and everything else. But that's just um, one way to ground down. Grounding something down just means putting some physical action to it. I mean, you can uh, – there – I like working with spiritual tools that are actual physical. It helps me once again. Like I said, I've got prominent Neptune in my freaking natal chart, let alone by transit having a Neptune square sun just like Kanye his is. Uh, Neptune is in Pisces is squaring his Gemini sun. Neptune in Pisces is squaring my sad sun. So I like to incorporate, just like I was saying, what he should kind of do, I, I do that. I, I incorporate, I'm very spiritual. That's never gonna change. I got Neptune triple conjunction on my sun and my moon. Get with it in the seventh house. Let's go in Sagittarius, <laughs> along with the rest of my Sagittarius stellium. Like this is a, this is not a game or a joke. And Neptune holds the highest degree out of all the four planets that's in my Sagittarius. stellium. So. This is real life here with spiritual, this influence of Neptune and spirituality that, that takes over. Hopefully, I endeavor to manifest the gifts, you know, the inspiration, the uplifting, the, sense, the, the sensitizing, and the enchanting, you know, as opposed to the thief manifestations, the confusing and the dissipation and the weakening and the glamorizing and the deceiving. So... uh but but the, when when I mix both, I have a better. When I when I was younger, I didn't know any better, so it, meant it played out more of the daydreaming. Boy, did you you catch me? I I would go, and I dealt with certain childhood trauma, so even more so. Like nigga, I could create. I created a whole another world <laughs> that I lived in, and it was real. And I played all. I did all kind of magical stuff in my made up world. Um, but of course as you mature and you grow Your chart, even your chart progresses You know, if you into astrology You know about progressions and all that So we grow and we develop and we mature And we manifest over time Hopefully, <laughs> uh, if we're evolving as opposed to devolving We're manifesting higher vibrations of that same energy So now I utilize it for the express purposes of manifestations, but not manifestations based on trauma and deceit and, you know, self-deceit, self-delusion, confusing my own self. Um, Now it's definitely more based on, you know, practicality. I'm learning the practicality of spirituality. That's why I went, you know, the Crystal City Mound Tour, where, you know, I, I, baby, okay, yes, the crystals, physical, mundane, material, uh, tools that are used for the spiritual purposes, you know, and and, I, and I've watched it. I've I've given a rose quartz crystal to a little girl who was cutting up, acting up. Uh, <laughs> if I quote my uh, my family member, Lord, I got some country family members. I love every last one of them too, but they'll say cutting the monkey shine. I saw I saw a little girl cutting the monkey shine. And spirit led me to hand her a rose quartz crystal, and I tell you just to sit there and watch her uh, start being. She was hitting her mama, talking crazy to her mama, and spirit just said, ooh, put that rose quartz crystal in her in right her, in her left hand, so she could receive that energy." I uh, put. I had a rose quartz necklace that I put in the hand of one of my dear friends sister friend's little boy and I watched him as soon as I put it in his hand his I was uh ex- watching experiencing a live home birth and you I didn't I didn't necessarily sense that it was something wrong with him it was almost just a second nature thing of me my intuition I just put it in his hand I didn't feel like he needed it or anything I just was led to do it so I did it and he must have been feeling some type of way, maybe just even empathic towards his mother, you know, being in, in, in that tub and and going through natural, no epidural, no nothing at the house, upstairs in the jacuzzi tub, you know. And he, he got that rose quartz necklace in his hand, and he walked over there to his mama. And he put his hand, his head on her arm, and he rubbed her arm. And he, and he, I believe he told his mama that she, she's okay, or something. It's something really comforting and sweet. That's what that rose quartz will do. What? That's what that rose quartz do. Get you some. <laughs> That's that love quartz. Let's go. Get that yoni egg. What's up? So, um, uh, do I? How much time do I have left, y'all? I got about half an hour. We've gone over his tightest aspect in his chart. We've gone over his Sun Jupiter conjunction. uh We've gone over his current transits of of Neptune. That was just Neptune square Sun, y'all. Look, listen to this Neptune on his moon. Neptune on his moon, y'all. Uh, I want to mention this Jupiter trying his ascendant Also because the the ascendant represents his physical body So of course like what we see literally actually playing out In his life right now Would be where the ascendant is being represented right now But before that Neptune on his moon, like even more so, because the moon is like where you're comfortable. The moon is like your comfort zone. The moon is like you, know, you at the house. It's, it, it is your home, you know. It is you at home within yourself. It's your mood. It's your emotions. It's for him as a man. It's it's a, a, a aspect of how he relates to women, you know. And so Neptune, right on it at zero degrees <laughs> exact right now. It 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 would also you know, if he once again, if he's taking any medications or anything like that, it could be having even more adverse side effects or effects than it would normally have because of this these strong Neptunian influences. That's why one of the suggestions of how to handle a transit like Neptune on your moon is Mm, that alcohol, drugs, intoxicants, and dependencies of any kinds tend to be very detrimental now, especially if you are predisposed to problems with these things to begin with. You don't need drugs to get high right now, anyway. I'm I'm looking at another interpretation because I think it's it's interesting. But some of the negative potentials of this mimic and mirror some of the ones that we already looked at with Neptune squaring his his sun. Neptune is on his moon. These are the two main, the two luminaries in anybody's chart, the sun and moon. What aspect is that in his chart? Let me see what relationship. Oh, it looks like he has a square. I didn't look at that before we got on the call, so I'm just checking it out because I'm like, man, Neptune is in contact with his son and his moon. What relationship do they have in his natal chart? And show enough, baby, uh, at a one-degree orb. He was born at a quarter moon, and it looks like a third quarter moon. Yep, because it was, the, the moon was rounding out in Pisces before it get back to Gemini. So that's the third quarter right there. He was born at a third quarter moon. Moon and Pisces, yeah. So there's a natural tension with when you, if you have, so if you were born at a quarter moon uh, in your natal chart, there's a natural tension between the sun, the conscious, and the moon, the subconscious. They're they're squaring off. Against each other And something's got to give So An adjustment's got to be made This is in his natal chart So this is playing out throughout his life Where his conscious and subconscious One of them got to Got to give You know And so um, uh, What was that We were looking at his Oh Neptune on his moon So yeah so some of the negative potentials of that is going to mirror and mimic what I was saying about Neptune square sun when I sit here and mention what Neptune conjunct his moon is looking like. But now with the moon being involved, it's talking about the subconscious and things he may not even have a conscious awareness of, of what is going on within him emotionally. Depending on his relationship to to emotions to 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 his moon to his mom, to the the moon would represent a nurturing influence in his life. Could be his mom, could be a wife, but likely that that mother influence. And and it's right there conjunct. That means it's like it's intense. It's it's uh it's right there. It's like the difference between you standing right next to somebody holding their hand and the difference between you being opposed to them, opposite them, with them being on the opposite side of the room. You feel their... Energy. You feel their breath. You feel the warmth of their body like it's right next to them. So that's what Neptune on his moon is feeling like right now. And so negatively, there's the ungroundedness, the very opposite of Saturnian energy and influence and what I'm encouraging us all, and including him, to 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 continue to embrace Staying grounded um, uh, the, uh, Negatively he would be ungrounded Finding it hard to stay present In the here and now Wanting to return to the womb And be taken care of By the great mother Avoiding life Spacey, confused Unable to to discern fantasy From actuality Feelings of passivity Floating, drifting Allowing himself to be overly influenced By his imagination or by others But positively, this same Neptune on the moon can play out as, you know, mystical feelings of oneness with all life forms, with all forms of life, kind of like he's, you know, on this journey to somewhat, in his mind, at least, unite everyone together. He said that. That is what he said. And Neptune is a merging influence. It's a dissolving and a dissipating influence. It doesn't see boundaries, much like Jupiter, but even more, like I was saying. Um, This is Jupiter. He's got strong, I I just told y'all I'm about to mention this Jupiter trying his ascendant right now. And he's got all these Neptunian influences. Before Before Neptune ruled Pisces, Jupiter ruled Pisces. Jupiter and Neptune are related energetically. And neither one of them fool with boundaries at all. Neither one of them fool with Saturn at all. They don't see boundaries. They just see boundlessness. They just see merging and oneness and unity. So we can't look at Kanye like, oh, you tripping? Oh, you talking about us all? Uh, oh, you what? You want us to all walk around here with MAGA hats and you know tripping? He not he may not even once again the moon is his subconscious he may not even see it like that he may not be coming from that conscious of a level of thinking to be like yes I want us to all do the Martin Luther King and and the brown hands and all color hands hold it. you know that's his dream for it. he 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 may not even be on none of that. It just like with something so acute and exact at a zero degree orb as Neptune on his moon, he just may be, uh, he, he's talking a lot about feelings. He's got this Pisces feeling ass moon in his natal chart. And, you know, animals, planets Humans, the earth, wanting them all to Unify and be one, that's Actually considered a positive potential Spiritual communion, increased Imagination and receptivity To subtle beauty and to delicate Refined feelings, and Increased sympathetic awareness Empathy and compassion for Others, once again, a lot Of the suggestions are talking about Remaining balanced, remaining grounded Doing mundane, very mundane Things, you know, when you're Having a Neptune transit or season, kind of like me, and having a lot of Neptune-mean influence, kind of like Kanye the very mundanest of things you can do, um, run errands, you know, something really practical that needs to get done, you know, something very Saturnian, you take duties, responsibilities, um, anything, taking things seriously, you know, being mature, um, at the, the physical body, adequate lifestyle, diet, exercise, body awareness, like hopefully, you know, him getting with a trainer, he, uh, hopefully he didn't fire the trainer, (laughs) I mean, he does not look anything like he used to look to me. So I don't know how what kind of trainer he's been working with, but that would be very, something very beneficial and helpful for him to do to kind of stay grounded. You don't you don't have to be dealing with a lot of this confusion and and deception and um, uh, delusion and um, all of those low vibrational manifestations of Neptune when you're uh, embracing a healthy Saturn energy in your life, which would be very, very beneficial for, um, I didn't pull the uh, darn supporting card, uh, which would be very, very beneficial for someone in his position now. Um, let's, Let's just pull this supporting card real quick. I've already shuffled. Let me cut it. And then we'll get out of here. Uh, I just wanted to pull a card on this five of cups. To, I'm cutting it now to see if what kind of bent this five of cups is. Oh shit, that don't help. It helps. Uh, he the five of wands came up to support to support the Five of Cups, and then the Eight of Cups came after that, and then the Five of Swords. All the fives are coming out on his self. So that's a lot of that that gun fives. Like I said, and this is supporting his future card, so all is not lost for him. Something valuable is definitely left. He could potentially be grieving or regretful, especially with this Eight of Cups because it shows him once again, with that ten in his past position, this Eight of Cups corroborates that he, a cycle has already ended, and and as a result of him moving on, finding deeper meaning, finding himself, and walking away from what made him unhappy. Like he said, he was he tired of being in the house on y'all trying to tired. He tired of being scared of what y'all gonna think of him. He ain't on that no more. He walking away from that. That cycle is dead, gone, ended. Uh, he ain't studying them three cups he done spilled over. He said what he said when he said it. And he got all these daggum fives. He is death. Life is ab- absolutely taken off for him. Um, Nine of Cups came up after that with the King of Cups. Yeah, he is absolutely needing uh, to continue to make adjustments with this all this strong energy, all these that-gum fives and all these cups. If they ain't fives in his future position, it's all these that-gum cups, and there are some pretty good cup cards. Um, the nine of cups can show him overindulging. Once again, it, it, if I could send him a final succinct message based on the astrology and the cards and what I see in his natal chart right now, I would just um, uh, recommend, if I could just, would just talk to him now, I would say, dear brother, precious, beautiful, powerful, Kanye. Take all your good energy, all your genius energy, all your fire, all your feelings and all your wishes and dreams and put them, especially in this airy season, continue to put them into you first and foremost, whatever you are feeling led to do um, to heal. This eight of cups is a, a very healing with all these cups. And this Eight of Cups um, is a a good healing energy on deck for you to the degree that you continue to maturely uh, deal with your emotions. This King of Cups came out right along with this Nine of Cups, and he's the most mature in his emotions as they come. Uh, This also is a card of a consultant, so I would encourage you to to open up um, to consult with consult with someone that you trust, absolutely, because, like I said, that Nine of swords card, it tried to pop out, and that's definitely encouraging. And you got all this Neptune energy. You cannot afford to engage with no dirty energy. You can't afford to go on the recommendation of a friend of a friend. You don't know them. You you don't trust them. They could be working for anybody. Um, Scorpio is about, this Scorpio full moon season is about um, things going on behind the scenes, getting exposed. Uh, so I definitely, I would I would recommend to be somebody spiritual, you know, the King of Cups is the card of a priest, um, 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 you know, I, I, somebody who would be fair. The King of Cups is fair, you know, and they're emotionally balanced. So, um, and to the degree that you do, not only is all not lost, but you got the wish card so the the this this whatever you're aiming for whatever your motivation was behind all of this uh be it very very mundane and it literally just be about record sales or be it much much broader with all this neptunian influence and energy and it be about really the collective in the hall and raising the collective vibration and and initiating and encouraging evolution and change and progressive thinking and and just thinking outside of the box, even if it pisses some people off that the mission was accomplished, that you got people to to think um, uh, uniquely and and, and, and in alliance with their own self. And, And instead of betraying their self, to fit in, or keep up, or keep people happy. Uh, change nothing but change this Uranus and Taurus season because it's lining up in this area of your chart where your Venus and Mars conjunction is. Um, obviously, that there's there's if it is about money, of course there's profound opportunity. Uh, for that to be uh, activated, initiated for the next 84 years to come. We don't know what kind of you doing, Kanye. You might be setting yourself up for the next 84 years. On some technology stuff, Uranus governs technology, Uranus governs the future. Um, I love That's one of my favorite lines in your song. Uh, wait, ahead of my time, sometime years out, so the powers that be won't let me get my ideas out. That make me want to move to my aunt's house. Wait, move to Oklahoma and just live in my aunt's house. Yeah, I romance about leaving it all behind. <laughs> so a lot of times you know you can be ahead of your time, and people just we do, we may not be ready for for all you cooking you know we not be may not we all may not be ready for your Uranus may not be interacting with our Mars Venus conjunction like it is yours and Taurus, and then it's impacting that mercury as well your mind your mentality uh your thought processes your reasoning. It's being influenced and impacted by the very energy of breakthrough, of genius and invention, something maybe you come coming with some stuff we ain't never heard of, we ain't tried to heard of, it. we ain't thought about heard of it. And here you come, you know, embracing and, and just like I said last night, getting ahead of this very Uranus energy that's prominently positioning itself in all of our lives. Uh, leading up to this uh, May 15th new moon in Taurus with Uranus ingressing into Taurus the same day and Mars ingressing into Aquarius the same day. So Aquarius being the very sign ruled by Uranus as well, uh, governing the future and governing groups. Uranus, Aquarius, 11th house, governing groups of people, networks, associations, social networking, social media. Um, electronics, um, computers, so uh, do your thing, Kanye, I ain't gonna judge you, shoot, I see your cards, I ain't mad Um, and I've already given you, you know, my recommendation, so I love y'all, this was fun, I gotta do stuff like this more often, I've, I've kind of wanted to like highlight celebrities and stuff, but I think I've held myself back enough from greatness and um, it's just time for me to c- continue to put myself out there, step out there. This is a very beautiful um, art. I call it healing art, healing arts. I, I, I heal, uh, Astrology, I use this, utilize astrology and tarot as a healing modality, healing our psychology, healing ourselves energetically, spiritually, emotionally, okay? And so, um, I've had much success with it personally. Shout out to my growing Mamas Babies Nation, um, and, and the continued success that they seem to have. It's been years now, um, that I've been working with the with a lot of my mama's babies and we I mean, if it ain't broke <laughs> if the cards don't lie, you know, uh let go. Let's let's keep this this thing rolling and moving. Shout out to even to my newest mama's baby, um, who I'm I'm teaching uh, for the first time, doing a very concentrated teaching effort, uh, utilizing their own chart to teach them astrology. And we've been taking things, you know, uh, week by week, breaking it down, just one week just straight up on the sun in your chart let's break this sun down let's understand this sun this sun that everybody knows so well so what's your sign oh you mean my sun sign oh yeah it's such and so degree in my chart and such and so sign in such and so house oh yeah i know plenty about my sun sign so we've just been enjoying and having fun i appreciate y'all shout out to everybody that's been sending Astro love gifts. They're much appreciated. Um, I'm working on some things for everybody just as it relates to an opportunity to connect with me uh, since we didn't do the 21-day challenge before uh, Brother Ampu and Minister Juice started the 21-day new money challenge. Shout out to all the participants who are who are, uh, I won't give it away online, but who are participating in this week's very critical activities, and I hope you're having fun and your stimulation. Uh, So other than that, I'm not going to hold y'all. I'll be back uh, to give the week ahead report for, uh, what's this going to be, the 6th of May through the 12th. Um, I'll do that sometime, probably over the weekend. And other than that, y'all stay connected to Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook, Mama Dada Astro on Twitter, um, and Mama Dada Astrology on Instagram, as well as uh, MyAstrologyCoach.com with Brother Ampu, okay, and the Imagination Guru for Minister Ju. I love y'all. I didn't even check in with the chat, Lord. I told y'all last night I didn't check in, and Ao had 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 that sent me a chat message and. And Miss Pretty sent me a chat message. So shout out to y'all. Y'all are real ones calling from the 617. I see you hanging in there. You're a real one. I appreciate you guys for listening. Stay connected. And I love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a wonderful night. Talk to you really soon. Peace.